Hello everyone and welcome to this edition of Esports in Depth, where we talk about esports and their impact on the gaming communities. So today my topic is about what esports need to do to fix the high barrier to entry. And uh, I want to kind of explain why there's such a high barrier to entry and, and a lot of people you know, may just inherently notice this. but. Esports have one of the highest barrier to entries of any, um, I'm, I'm going to call it a sport here for the sake of, uh, for, for the sake of comparison purposes, but if any sport, esports, uh, have the highest barrier to entry. So, why is that? Why do esports seem to have such a high barrier to entry? There, there are a couple of good reasons, and one is the fact that uh, there, there's such a high uh, monetary barrier to entry. So you have to be able to buy uh, the equipment that you need. Uh, you know, if you're if you're going to be uh, a PC esport player, then you're going to need the best. Uh, you know, at least a decent, preferably a really good PC, but you at least need a decent machine to run the game that you choose to compete in. Because you don't want every, you know, every single click counts, every single pixel that, you know, is going to uh, frustrate you if, if you misclick some way. And, you know, your system needs to be very, very effective to be able to, for you to, uh, you know, maximize the output. And, uh, you know, another reason is the fact that the leagues make it so complicated for the players to uh, try to, you know, become a pro. The path to becoming a pro in esports is probably, um, you know, for, for newer esports, it may be easier. Uh, you know, you see a lot of new games getting their own esports version, and, you know, either people flock to that from previous esports or they, you know, stay where they're at and there are new spots open in esports. Now, and I think that is probably the greatest thing about esports that if any competitive game chooses to have esports, that any player could possibly be the next latest greatest in that game. It's one of the great things about esports and why I follow it so closely and I enjoy it. So, that's definitely a factor if you if you want, you know, to have success in esports. You have to have the equipment and you have to get in at the right time and be able to uh, overcome the organizational structures to be able to compete in esports. And they really need to fix this. They, you know, I really like the idea, the idea behind what Overwatch is trying to implement uh, with the ability for you to just, once you're high enough rank, oh yeah, you'll be able to be you know put on a team or make a team or whatever and then compete and you could potentially be part of the overwatch league while that's all well and good you still have to get to the very very top ranking and uh and I, I know people are gonna say get good about this but i don't really think that necessarily the best individual players are always the best players on a team if they're the best individual players in a card game where you're going to be solitary, 
in a uh, in any other type of game where you're going to be solo, you know, if you're the best StarCraft player, you're the best StarCraft player. Uh, hands down, that's it. But there definitely needs to be a way for players to compete, uh, you know, not just in a ranked mode. They need to have real competition against real uh, competitive players and be able to do that in-game. I think that would definitely just, you know, you know, make the lines a little bit grayer about where these players lie. And I definitely want uh, opinions on this, but I do uh, think that they need to change some of the things about the barrier to entry to esports. Uh, let me know what you think, and uh, you know, request uh, request the next thing that topic that I uh, talk. I'd, I'd love to hear you know comments and the the uh, you know what you have to say. And this is uh, Trey Five Zero Daniel signing off.